The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, an all-female power panel, Orla Johannes, Andrea Elias, and Paris Mansouri with me, and we'll discuss what do you look for in a partner. Apparently, sometimes our instincts can lead us in the wrong direction, and what to do if you are no longer feeling attracted to your partner. These are just some of the issues we'll discuss, and whatever else you want to throw their way, you want to get a female uh, perspective on any issue, you have a question, then uh, I'm sure we'll be happy to discuss. Plus, we'll go live on Facebook as well, so you can interact with us there. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. Some people send me their questions by uh, email, and that's great too. Lori at drlaurie.com. I got this one, which I thought was uh, was interesting. Uh, it says, you're in your most recent LGBTQ panel show, someone asked why women shave. I can tell you my reasoning. Uh, I'd like you can share this anonymously on air. So I thought this is uh, interesting and getting a, a perspective. I first shaved for my first ever boyfriend. So we're talking about, you know, uh, shaving, taking off all your pubic hair, basically. Uh, for my first ever boyfriend, who was my first ever sexual partner when I was 19, he asked me to do it and I felt grossed out by the idea, feeling like he wanted me to look prepubescent and making me have pedophilic thoughts about him. He just said he liked the smoothness. Wanting to make him happy and having never done it before, it was something new to try, so I did it. Initially, I was uncomfortable with how it looked and felt when I touched it with my hand. After all, I had had big, bushy, curly pubic hair for about six years by then. Sometimes I just didn't have the energy or time or desire to go through with shaving, so I left it. Then I discovered that with hair, my daily sweat builds up more, my period blood builds up more, and stays stuck in there. Also, during penetrative sex, bodily fluids get stuck in my hair and make awful, disgusting-sounding squishy noises, and it just feels icky on my body. The liquids are just staying there instead of running off my body and easily wiped by sheets or towels or whatever. What started off as something I did for my then-partner turned turned into something I do for myself. And I prefer my male partners to be shaved or trimmed, which they are aware of. But if they don't, if they don't, then that's okay too. It's their body. So thank you for sharing that. That's, uh, that's a, an interesting perspective on, uh, on why, uh, people, uh, shave their genitals or take it all off, which seems to be the, the trend, at least in the last, uh, what, 10 years, maybe more. All right, uh, here's another question by email, which you, you can also send them to me here at 514-800 by, by text. Uh, and if you have anything to add to any of the questions that are coming up, especially if you've gone through something similar or you want to share, put in your two cents, and of course, you're always welcome to do that too. I'm 50 years old, and my sex drive and desire of women has not decreased at all. My marriage ended five years ago, mostly because of this, was with her since the age of 22. I am glad I am sexually healthy and only have been with one woman the past 10 years, but she recently moved away and it's a long distance relationship I don't think I can do. Should I move on? I feel like I'm back in my sexless marriage now and it's making me feel crazy. 
Ooh, that's a, a big decision that only you can make. So you're saying you're you're with the same person for 10 years and now it's long distance. My question is, is it long distance permanently? So is is she away for the next three months on business or work or something related to that or school and then she will be back? Uh, you have to d- decide if, uh, if that person is worth waiting for. Nobody has ever died from lack of sex, just saying. Uh, you can always uh, uh, masturbate in between times that you will see each other. You can have phone sex together. You can FaceTime do things together. You can use sex toys with remote controls for each other. And there are ways of making it work. Depends on how attached you are to this person. If this person has moved away, Way and is never coming back, and it's going to be long distance for forever. Well, that's a whole other to me, a whole other issue that you need to to figure out. It's not really to me not a very viable relationship when it's always long distance and you see each other say once every couple of months or what have you. It's great when you see each other. It's like a little mini honeymoon period every time. But is it a is it sustainable for 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 the long term when you what about in lonely times or when you need somebody's support and having them there in the flesh is very very different than uh, somebody who's just there a phone call away so it's a, a big decision but really only you can make that decision uh, dear Dr. Lori, I think my penis might be categorized as a micro penis. When it's not erect, it's around two inches long and somehow since six inches long when erect. What can I do to make sure that my wife is satisfied? Okay, there's a few issues here. First of all, you do not have a micro penis. A micro penis is like a one inch erect penis, uh, two inches long. In, in its non-erect state, perfectly normal, six inches, well within the normal range, above the normal range, in fact. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with your penis. In terms of uh, satisfying your partner, it isn't the size of your penis that's going to determine whether your partner is satisfied. It is far more about what you do with your hands and your mouth and uh, providing the foreplay that she needs. The majority of women, close to 80% of women, do not orgasm through intercourse alone. So the size of your penis wouldn't really make that huge of a difference, especially considering you have an average, above average, really, uh, size penis. So it's not about that. Uh, it's much more about everything else you do. You want to be a good lover? Ask your partner what she likes. Find out what is the the, the way to get her to orgasm or how she likes to be, uh, how she likes to be touched. Uh, Hi, Lori. I'm a 31-year-old single MBA graduate, career-driven woman who stays in shape and has a great life. I've been single six years and finding it hard to find a man that wants more than sex. I'm bleach blonde and often men try to sleep with me but not get to know me. They then get intimidated by my sharp mind. Any thoughts? I think there are a lot of people who... Uh, may experience the same things you do, and maybe we'll, we can discuss this with our uh, our passion uh, panel, our, our women's panel, because I think uh, career women and maybe very independent women so, do have similar complaints. Not all, but some. I have heard this this kind of thing before. Um, 
first of all, make it very clear that you're not interested in just a sexual relationship. So whether you're on an app or or you have a, a first uh, encounter with somebody, set set out your boundaries. But don't break your rule. If, if this is your rule that you will not sleep with someone on the first date or you want to wait to get to know somebody before you sleep with them, then you make sure you stick to that rule. Um as for the bleach blonde, you think it had, I'm not sure why you mentioned that, but I'm wondering if you're thinking that as a blonde, men tend to look at you more, less seriously, go to brunette, see if you get, if you get a different response. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure, but you know what? On our panel will be, uh, will be a bleached blonde that we can ask that question to, which I think it'll be interesting uh, to get her perspective on that. So yeah, you know what? That'll be our, the first thing that our panel will discuss, and we'll see what they have to say to you as well. Uh, and that's our our all-female panel. Orla Johannes, Andrea Elias, and Paris Mansori will be joining us. Uh, and you can watch live on Facebook. So if you go to my Facebook page, at uh, Dr. Lori Batito or my Lori Batito page, we'll be sharing it on on there, and uh, you can certainly tune in and interact with our guests in between as well. So the the Facebook Live stuff is always a lot of fun because there's a lot of back, um, a, a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff and and conversations that continue. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. It's our passion view. So excited because we have an all-powerful couple. Uh, couple. Uh, oh, yes, all breaking power news. panel. Breaking news. Yeah, that's right. Orla and Andrea. Well, you know, aren't you? Aren't you each other's work wives? Pretty much, are, right? Yeah, yeah. You are. Uh, Orla Johannes, uh, Andrea Elias, both co-hosts of Now Trending Sundays at two p.m. on CJD eight hundred plus. Paris Mansouri, who is our CJAD uh, contributor and does so much more, but her list of things is just uh, too great so you can always just look her up she'll yeah <laughs> we're live on Facebook right now so if you would like to watch you can go to uh, to the Dr. Lori Batito page or Lori Batito page and you will see us there and I think Orla and Andrea have also shared it on yes. your own social media yep, so absolutely. Uh, you can go anywhere to watch <laughs> now there's it's always fun because I never know where the conversation is going to go with you ladies it's always exciting uh, so now we're going to start off with a question from a listener, which I thought, oh, you know what? This is a good one to ask the ladies. So here it goes, all right? I'm a 31-year-old single, MBA, graduated, career-driven woman. Paris, you pay close attention to this one, too. This reminds me of you. Who stays in shape and has a great life. I've been single for six years and finding it hard to find a man that wants more than sex. I'm bleach blonde, which this is the part I'm not sure why she actually mentioned but and often men try to sleep with me but not get to know me they then get intimidated by my sharp mind any thoughts so a couple of issues stand out for me here being a blonde so we've got one blonde we've here we've got a bleach blonde, right, blonde here. <laughs> right here uh so you can talk about the differences as a blonde is it are, are men more likely going to try to sleep with you and not take you as seriously as a blonde? That's the message I get from here. And the second one is when you're a successful woman, 
in your own right and you're you're bright and and all of that is it difficult to date and that's mostly for for you Paris who's still single and uh, actually we've got two both of you are married Andrea and Orla are both married with children uh, young children and Paris who is uh, single and won't say her age press your uh your microphone would be good. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, it was there on. Well, yeah. hello there. Yeah. I thought Dave so Simon how old had you? me on. Uh, I'm definitely not in my 20s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> definitely not there. So she's somewhere in her 30s, um, uh, single. But no, see, here's the thing. Even the, the word single, did you, I don't know if you guys heard last week, but there was um, an actress, I forget, the one who was in, uh, I can't remember. I it's know a British actress and she about. said yes. that she is, Self-partnered. Self-partnered, yes. And the thing is, when you hear the single connotation, I feel like there is so much burden that comes with it. Like, oh, you're single. It's like, no, actually, I'm choosing. I'm happy to be single. It's not even that I'm happy to be single. It's just that the guys that I'm meeting right now are, like, my life is highly fulfilled and I am having a great time without the need to commit to the men who are in my life. Okay. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't call that 100 percent single and I wouldn't say it's complicated because it's really not complicated. I'm very <laughs> clear on where I stand and where the men in my life stand with me <laughs> and the role they're playing in 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 my happy current state. And if there is somebody who I'll meet and this is what I want to tell this girl is like no man is going to be intimidated by you like you are not meeting someone at your level if they're intimidated by you, you need to ask yourself why you're putting yourself in these situations. Why aren't you in a room where you are not the smartest person in the room? Because trust me, if you're not the smartest person in the room, other people are not going to be intimidated by you. So she's not putting herself in situations. So what, would, what should she do? What would you suggest she, should, she do? She should be putting herself in situations. I'm sure she's been in situations where she's like, oh, wow, like that person's ahead of me, has a higher degree, has more education, is, you know, three steps ahead in her career or he steps ahead in his career. Like that's who you need to be meeting. But if you're not leveling up in your own life and meeting people who have leveled up, you're constantly going to feel like you're hmm. intimidating people. I think the reality of the situation, though, is is that women often face this. I've, if you're not sort of a shrinking violet type of woman, you're going to meet men that don't want an equal person and somebody mm. who's, you know, maybe well-educated, smart, successful. And that, that for some men is intimidating. And like I know when I was dating, you know, throughout my 20s, I encountered that quite a bit. And it wasn't always apparent sometimes it's little subtle things where it's they're demeaning you in a certain way and you realize it and you get out of the relationship but I will say when you do eventually meet the person who respects you for who you are and the strength that you have it feels right and you know right away that it exists and it's 100%. and he celebrates your yeah. accomplishments mm -hmm. and he celebrates your uh, independence and your success Rather exactly. than feel intimidated exactly. by that. And I, I have know. to agree with you because I, I, I went through the same thing. But thankfully, you know, I also met a husband that was not intimidated by any of this, but and, celebrated it. And it's empowering when you do meet that person because then you kind of in hindsight, you look back and you're like, yeah, right. Like these people were not good enough for me. And it's right. fine. But that is the reality of the situation. I think that does exist for a lot of men. They don't want that equal partner. 
They hmm. don't. Yeah, some men. Uh, sorry, they don't want the equal partner. They might respect the fact that you're a very, very smart girl, but you know what? They're the ones that want to be in control, pulling all the strings, and they don't want that competition. And talking about the bleach blonde, listen, I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love getting my highlights done, and I love being blonde. Mm. I love it. I think it's a sexy hair color. And yes, are men attracted to it and go on impulse and think, wow, I'd love to bed her. Yes, they do. And I mm. know I'm in a room with like two brunettes here. But I do have to say. <laughs> Three think- brunettes. Well, I'm kind of a little bit. <laughs> a, a little caramelly in here. Yeah. I think sexy. I think uh, blondes are very sexy color. All right. Well, here, uh, I am a brunette. This is a texter who, like that texter, does meet a lot of those men. However, I also meet guys that wish to have a relationship, but I just want to stay friends. I say it could be a few things. I used to be desperate, but now since I no longer look for men, also I work out more and look more toned, so I have increased self-esteem than before. I have more guys stopping me as I'm going about my day. I think if you look confident and busy, it will help. Men don't always chase after the thirsty women. Hmm, interesting. Also, not all men are into blondes. A lot of the women I see fawning for are brunettes. If you look at the Instagram women, it is no longer the Pamela Anderson type that is most popular. <laughs> or the Orla Johannes type. <laughs> oh, God. That's our Pamela Anderson. <laughs> you know what? I think um, um, I think there's still an equal amount of blondes as there is brunettes. Um, don't you, Andrea? I, I would say so. I mean, I don't think in Canada there's that many natural blondes walking around, but I do. I agree oh, with I don't you think that I think there's any natural ones. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, 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 sorry to interrupt you there. I do have to say though, um, it's probably the confidence and the type of energy she's giving off as if she really doesn't care and men find that so attractive. Mm. And this person says, don't be a snob thinking you are better than everyone else just because of a degree or whatnot. People will perceive that as being a rude snob. Do you think that's pushing people away? I don't, I, I'm not sure. Uh, another uh, text writes, I'm a single male, but biggest turnoff regarding the female species is cell phone obsession and close second is women who smoke. <laughs> I agree with yeah, that yeah. 100%. <laughs> cell phone obsession? Yeah, whether Ladies. it's man or woman, like get off the cell phone. Like yeah. take it take it out your hand. And you know? the smoking's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, right. it is for so me as well. There you go. There you go. Uh, brunettes rock, somebody breaker. else says. Are you a smoker, Paris? No. <laughs> okay. But I it's I've learned my lesson about deal breakers. I've learned that depending on the person, like unless it's hygiene and you don't bathe frequently. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a deal breaker for sure. <laughs> I feel like the there's a lot of things that but what originally. About, uh, what about kissing a smoker that's been smoking about 20 cigarettes a day and does only brushes their teeth maybe about since 6 a.m. Well, and you're meeting That goes rat. back to hygiene. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that, that may not that may not work. Uh, the Passion it. View tonight on the program, Orla Johannes, Andrea Elias, you know them from now trending Sundays at 2 p.m. on CJD and, of course, Paris Mansory. You definitely know her. Uh, so we've got uh, two married, well, three of us married, two of them with very young kids in Paris who is uh, single and, and happily self, <laughs> what's the word, self, self, uh, self-partnered, I'm self-partnered. Not, I don't claim that. I'm just saying... My, you know, my, when my husband heard that, he, he his reaction was, maybe she's a lesbian and just doesn't want to come out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, and decided that's, you know, it was better to call herself it, self-partnered. It Although I, did, I disagreed bit, with uh, that. But. Self-partnered. 
it yeah maybe going south kind of thing you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i got from it too what going <laughs> going yeah you know going down south kind of thing so i thought south partnered yeah i was like oh uh, so you got that sense too i did but oh, that's interesting I, I know paris for years and years and years <laughs> We were even modeling, doing a photo shoot in lingerie together, but she never hit on me, Laurie. I wasn't talking about Paris. <laughs> oh, I was I talking about, about you were talking about Paris <laughs> being gay. I was talking about that woman that she <laughs> talked about being self-partnered. Holy cow, That look at the rumors we could start on this show, Paris. So you know what's really funny <laughs> is that crap. Orla and I are Eskimo sisters. I think there's like a... I don't even know what the, that means. Explain there's what? a term for the guys that say Eskimo brothers if you've been with the same person. So I don't know what it is <gasps> oh for girls God. who've been with the same oh, person. Oh, hello. hello. I'm lost. Okay, <laughs> ladies, I'm lost right now. I don't know that how our listeners feel. <laughs> Uh, coming up, women's instincts in choosing men. We'll talk about how we choose our men as well. How's that for a topic? Uh, that's what's coming up next on our Passion View after we check in with the CJD 800 Newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion. CJD 800. What do you look for in a partner? Apparently women's instincts in choosing men um, may lead us maybe not so much in the best direction for us, depending on what we're looking for. The Passion View is here tonight. Orla Johannes and Andrea Elias, both co-hosts of Now Trending, Sundays at 2 p.m. on CJAD 800, both uh, in, in their... 30s, early 30s? I don't know. Very they they want to say their 80s. Oh, very, yes. very early very 30s. Early. They have, well, it's easy. They have young kids. So you know that they're, you know, more or less the age group. And Paris Mansory, who is uh, childless, chi- childless, <laughs> single, <laughs> self partnered, and somewhere in her 30s. Uh, anyhow, and uh, and myself. So uh, I want to talk about this topic, first of all, because I read this very interesting article and uh, interesting study. So obviously we're all, who wouldn't be attracted to good-looking men, right, as heterosexual uh, women? Mm-hmm. But apparently if we are looking for long-term stable relationships, it may be better for women not to pursue attractive men. Highly attractive masculine men are more likely to be unfaithful to their partners. Highly attractive men are more likely to divorce their spouses, perhaps because they are less able to resist mating opportunities with potential new partners. I don't know what you think about that, but uh, women are often attracted to men with sexy voices as well. Uh, Heterosexual women are often attracted to men who are already in relationships, mate choice uh, copying, in other words, you know, somebody is in a relationship, they're more desirable because they have somebody else in their lives. Uh, so if you're looking for a short-term relationship, then a physically attractive man with a sexy voice may be the perfect partner for you. However, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, it may be useful to look for men with other desirable characteristics. What are those characteristics? I don't know what you think about this, but uh, I thought it's an interesting uh, Yeah, it's interesting very, take. very interesting. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I cannot stand. I cannot stand. Worse than nails on a chalkboard is when you are in a relationship and and there's there's probably one or two people 
floating around Montreal that I know of that do this. And they love the fact that the man is married and they will go after him and there are no boundaries, regardless of whether he's oh, wow. married with children. It drives me bananas. Right. It drives me. I think it's disrespectful. It's terrible that some women do that. I mean, that's that's an issue. I mean, obviously, there's some, I mean, like there's something wrong with them. I mean, that's got yeah. nothing to do with anything except for some demon that they have within themselves. But you would hope that your partner has the boundaries to be able to say back off. Oh, ab- well, unless yeah, he's good looking, according to <laughs> according to this. Exactly. If he's really good looking, he might stray. Or it's might may be the, more likely to stray. It's probably the look the wife gives him be standing beside him like this. You know? <laughs> We're live on Facebook. You could have watched. You could, you could watch Orla's face on Facebook Live. But I mean, what does this say about men, right? I mean, what does that say if they're really good looking, like they can't keep it in their pants because they get so they get propositioned all the time, and if they're like uggos, it's fine because they they're not they don't have as many opportunities. I mean, I don't I don't know. That seems I, a little bit harsh. Well, these I, are I these are you, studies, Andrea. you know. So these are according to studies. We're talking about highly attractive masculine men more likely to be unfaithful. So we're not. Talking talking about your average guy or you're simply a good looking guy you're a highly attractive guy i so heard those guys put less effort in in intimate situations they have to do less that's it's just like the girls who are They're probably so used to lying back and you know letting everyone else do the work they probably don't even know what to do then mm-hmm. but i think uh i don't think it's just and this is probably a whole different ball game i'm going into i don't even think it's like good looking guys that just cheat I think it's across the board. Mm. I don't think you can put good, just good-looking guys in that. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's just about that, but yeah. more likely to is just means statistically more likely to. That doesn't mean the others don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I think it's not just the guys being willing to. It's un- unfortunately just as always, women will notice attractive men across the room like regardless of whether they're married or they're not you're going to notice that guy yeah and you know sometimes guys won't be wearing their their wedding rings and like I know I've spoken to someone and then later through his buddy found out that he's been married nothing's happened with them but like the same night you know when you're talking to someone you're sitting at the bar you're waiting for your friends to come I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about you're waiting for somebody to come people notice that you're kind of like wingless so the spaces there's chairs at your table or bar stools around you and people will come start talking so you never know it's an innocent conversation and I'm sure you guys have gone through that that you've later found out. Maybe a hundred years ago. I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't remember those dating. I don't years. either. <laughs> but in any case, what if we look at um, what we look for in choosing in choosing especially the men we want to marry. Not just the men we not like Paris choosing the fun guys. Right. That's Just not the true. Guy. Oh. I'm not into fun guys. I know the qualities I'm looking for. You know, it's a man of great character. A man of character, of of loyalty, of integrity, a man who carries himself in a specific way. Mm -hmm. And you can recognize that right away. You don't need to be with someone for six months to see that the man has character and and they behave well, you a need certain to be way. able that you need to be able to observe that behavior absolutely and you can right. you can see it right away by how he treats other people his family you just need a weekend away on a road trip to be able to to decipher these characteristics about someone hmm. what about you guys i i would say optimism 
And I feel like I, I like I, that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, everybody has a bad day sometimes when they come home and they're in a bad mood. But I really feel like, especially if you're an optimist and you're living with somebody and you're building a life with somebody who's really, you know, they see the glass as half full, that can be draining and mm-hmm. exhausting. You're right. Um, and Absolutely. That to me is like a number one characteristic. And um, honesty, obviously. I mean, I don't know anybody who wouldn't would want an honest honesty, partner, but right. that's also another big one. And I feel like. Some may be a characteristic, but it just has to be easy. Right off the bat, the relationship yeah. has to be easy. You don't want to be overthinking uh, yes. things and wondering, should I call? Should I text? Does yeah. he like me? What did he mean by that? Exactly. So when it's just effortless, I feel like, because life gets hard, right? Right. And, and that's when it requires the effort. So, that, But yeah. you don't want the effort to be in the guessing game ahead of time. And and I love what that you just said that because even in talking to my own kids who are adults now, I often tell them that, is it easy? Like, do you feel like you can be completely yourself? You're not struggling to understand, to figure out, to, you know, to read between the lines yes. and you don't have to do all of that yeah. where it just, it's smooth. You know, there's a certain simplicity to it. Not that relationships are going to be forever simple but at least if it starts off that way it's certainly a good sign well because they don't get easier right so <laughs> yeah I mean, no exactly yeah. they don't they don't get easier i remember one trick i used uh in when i was dating is like could i picture this person whoever i was dating could i picture this person as the father of my children that was like a big thing for me and i can't tell you how many men were eliminated oh yeah you know it was so easy to 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 eliminate that way when i had that focus on there so it's a very different focus than can i have fun with this person yeah and some adventures with this person versus can i have can this person be the father of my kids yeah yeah, completely different. So I get what this, you know, the when it's just for fun, yeah, okay, you're going to choose the highly attractive guy. Why wouldn't you? It's, there's nothing, you know, you, you want that. Um, but for anything else, you're looking at far different qualities. It's attractiveness only goes so far. But it does, it, <clears throat> sorry, it does need to exist. Because, I mean, if you don't have that, I mean. I'm talking about the attraction, yes. yes. The attraction yeah. to that partner, yes. But I'm talking about attractiveness. Like, uh, just objective attractiveness, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a very different thing. Because we can all be attracted to very different people who are not necessarily the epitome of beauty or, or whatever it is. Uh, coming up, what do you do if you're no longer feeling attracted to your partner. So that's a good segue from uh, from what we just talked about. We're also live on Facebook with Orla, Andrea, and Paris in studio. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. The Passion View tonight on the program. Orla Johannes is uh, with us, a young lady in her 30s with young children, uh, the co-host of Now Trending, Sundays at 2 p.m. A- Andrea Elias, co-host of Now Trending, also Sundays at 2 p.m., also mom of two of a young child. And Paris Mansouri, childless. Mom uh, of no one. Mo- mom of no one, self <laughs> partnered not south partnered. not south partnered this whole time orla thought it was south part no wonder she thought you were talking she was like is paris coming out of the closet okay can i air? tell you though can we can we please correct that to anyone joining us on the air right now no this was an off con- but i just realized again as we're talking off air with andrea and orla i feel like these ladies keep it together really nicely and i just Overshare constantly <laughs> on know, the you're air. So funny. How do I overshare it? Just going, just... Paris. It's fine. <laughs> just put her behind a microphone. 
That's all you need. It's like giving her alcohol, you know. <laughs> and I'm not. I did not drink. No, you I'm, did I'm, not. Drink so rare Christmas tea. time, we'll bring some. Uh, we'll bring some liquor. That's right. We're talking about what we uh, find attractive, or what, how we choose men as heterosexual women. So I want to uh, just share a couple of texts on here. Uh, to me, highly attractive men are feminine men. Imagine. I don't find most masculine men attractive. Men that people confuse their sexuality. My last ex was that type, a hairstylist who dressed so well that he would flip if his scarf was crooked. I felt I was love bombed by him or gaslighted. He was so sweet at first, then he got controlling. I had to pretend I moved from Montreal to stop him from texting me. Whoa. I have a feeling he was nice to me for a month because maybe his family was out of town and that separated wife was just on vacation. Sounds like... uh, could be a little bit of a sociopathic uh, situation going on there. Uh, I am 21 for the 39th time. <laughs> that is the that. best line. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm stealing that. Uh, I've dated some very beautiful women and some far less attractive, but most were very beautiful people. I like that. You must get past the outside because what is inside a person is what is most important. You do not have to look beautiful to be beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. Lovely. that is very yeah. um, Paris. Very we well said. Guy. <laughs> well, what do you? Why are you shaking your head, Paris Mansuri? Because, oh my god, what? That, I that's, feel like I'm going to be so Don nice. Cherry. So up. genuine, this <laughs> man. it is. But You're it's fired. not true. <laughs> but I don't feel that that um, you know that's beautiful sentiment. I don't think that that is a true sentiment for any of us. I don't think we've. I that in what the sense mean? that we can look at anyone and say I see the beauty in you but I can guarantee you've been hit on by someone in your life and looked at him and thought oh you're a nice guy but you are definitely not good looking somebody may find you good looking but it looks and just being beautiful like I just feel like this whole concept of beauty quote unquote there is a concept of beauty like yes but what what the attraction who's attractive to me after I get to know them I can tell sure you're looking at you're going to line up a whole bunch of of guys and some of those guys are going to be from Magic Mike and some of those guys are going to be your average guys and which ones are you going to look at you of course yes but when you get to know people you see the beauty in them. Not everyone's beautiful not in the every, inside. Okay, That's not what everyone. I'm not everyone's beautiful on the inside. Sometimes you get to know someone and you're like, actually you look beautiful on the exterior but you're awful but, on the inside but that's but there are some people that don't look as great on the outside and when you're getting to know them you're like wow I love that confidence it's so attractive I find that so sexy or wow you just roll out of bed and look rough and ready and it's not magic might but wow that's hot do you know what I mean I totally so, agree with you this guy is talking about the people he dated and he chose to date he's not talking about everybody in general Remember that. We're not talking You're about talking everybody. You're talking to someone who ha- I thought I had my standard of what I found attractive in a guy and the man I fell in love with is five foot six, uh, wears shirts with holes in them and wears Crocs with colorful socks that are mismatched. <laughs> oh, God, Paris, we need to chat. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. But you found what... beauty in someone who you wouldn't classically... It's not that I found him... Be- I just... He is the most incredible man walking the earth, and it has nothing to do with beauty. It has to do with who he is as a man, yes, who inside. he is as a human. His contru- yeah, that's therefore, what this, that's the what inside. Paris, we're not arguing with you. 
<laughs> it's on the inside. I yeah. don't think it's it's all of him. I think he's beautiful even on the I guarantee I will show you guys a picture of him and you will all be like what? Right. So if you saw him on the street, you might not look at him twice, but you got to know him. No, I didn't get to know him. I didn't get to know him and find him beautiful. I found him beautiful the instant I saw him. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Even but, though even though he you didn't he's nothing to really look at. He was wearing purple <laughs> fuzzy slippers listening. with with glittered he's toenail polish. He had now he had glitter on his tootsies. He had glitter <laughs> on his toenail what? polish with purple fuzzy. I like this texture sneakers. says, Oh Paris, in due time, my dear, then you'll see it. <laughs> no, they're they're not understanding what I'm saying is that you can find someone beautiful even though what I'm saying is stop judging people by what they look like. Don't wait until until you get to know them, accept everyone for for what they are. I didn't get to know him and find him beautiful. I saw him and found him beautiful in that instant. That's but, what I'm saying. But you were still attracted to him. Yes. No, but, there was. I'm gonna show you a picture. So, so yeah, but if, hold if on. If you're not attractive, attracted to him, why would you be like, hey, let me spend all this time with him? It's energy. It's all about energy. It has nothing to do with the inside. You can just connect <laughs> with someone regardless. They're looking at me like to I'm me, crazy. that's attraction and something. Yeah. There has to be something about that person that draws there draws to you to something. them. Exactly. Something draws yeah. you to them. Yeah. And if we talk about maintaining that kind of attraction it's because there's something about that person that emanates from them mm -hmm. that just cannot be in the envelope because as we get older we get older we change we get you know wrinkled yes no, I know like you're not gonna let that happen now, <laughs> getting you know? wrinkles is a choice yeah right okay it's a choice um, getting wrinkles is a choice so there it's has a to choice. be it's a choice it's a choice yeah <laughs> there has to be far more you know uh, when you get to really know someone and love what you found, she automatically is beautiful to you. And somebody else wrote, uh, LOL, beauty is subjective or everyone will be after the same person. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Of yeah. course beauty is subjective. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Okay, can we all agree now? <laughs> can we leave the show and say we all agreed? We all agreed. Ladies, okay. Yes. Great. Orla, Andrea, where can people find you? Um, they can follow our show, which is Now Trending Show, on Instagram and Facebook, or follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which is Orla Johannes. And I'm Andrea Elias1 on Instagram. Yay! Yay. And Paris Mansouri can be found also. <laughs> at Paris Mansouri on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Easy peasy. I can be found at Dr. Lori Betito, B-E-T-I-T-O. By the way, if you missed this show, it'll well, it's live on Facebook, so you'll be able to see it at any point. But we also have our podcasts of all our past shows up on uh, my website, so you can go to drlaurie.com and find them there. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening, and remember to live your life with passion. Thank you.